Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's a... I mean, it's... No. This is TV worth talking about. This is Shrine of Telly. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Shrine of Telly. I'm Brendan. I'm Hannah. And I'm Rebecca. And uh, this week we were going to be chatting all about Stranger Things and everything I know about love. And remember, you can hear episodes early by supporting us on patreon.com forward slash shrine pod. But first, we are starting with some... Huge line of duty news. Is it? Is it huge? Is it even news? It is, guys. They know it's news. So last night, I was lying on the couch, scrolling on my phone. The Shrine of Duty WhatsApp group starts. Hannah sending in screen grabs. I said, this is going to be a big one. You wouldn't really send in a screen grab now if it wasn't something juicy, Hannah. You know yourself. Martin Comston, flat out on Instagram. Him, Jed Mercurio, Adrian Dunbar, Vicky McClure, out for dinner. My God. Brendan went full DCI. No, within, I would say, about 17 <laughs> seconds. I had zoomed in on the table. So they're sitting like outside, you know, under an awning kind of thing. And there's four A4 sheets of paper in front of them. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, is it like, is there something on this page? Like, is it a script? Is it like some sort of an outline for the storyline for season seven? Zoomed in, menus. I was fuming. Anyway, started looking around the photo for other information and I zoomed in on the window behind them I went right in there was a, there was little kind of frosted letters <laughs> frosted letters on the glass uh, which said Bistro Laz L-A-Z straight onto Google Maps found it was in Highgate looks like a lovely I think little Italian I'm unsure um, but yeah that's Where's what, Highgate guys just you know uh, me It is sort of I'm going to say North London it is North London it's where uh, a couple do you know who lives there, actually, or very near there? Uh, Kate Moss. Oh, right. Yeah. Now, oh, you know, and do you know, you know who else lives there? My my favourite, Pam Shipman. Alison Stedman also lives there. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I have a lot of my friends live around there, so they always tell me they see them. <laughs> the oh, fact. do you know who also lives there? Brendan, are you going for the guards? What is do going on? Do you know on? who also lives there? They'll never um, come on the podcast again. Damien Lewis also lives around there as well. Yeah. Who's that? Uh, Ginger Guy, Homeland. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. God, of course. Okay. Yeah. So, guys, right, let's just let's just think about this sorry, for a second. Let's okay? reverse. Line let's of Let's reverse back to Line of Duty <laughs> season seven of our <laughs> everyone's me. fucking home addresses. <laughs> Brendan's got on this podcast. <laughs> Brendan's talking people GDP on the podcast. Or. Okay. So, Line of Duty season seven. Now, didn't they do this before? Don't they always do this? They meet yeah. up, they tease us, and then there's an announcement. Do you think Jed's written the right, new season know. already? 
I, I think it's written. written. I think they know exactly what they're at, but they're also friends, mm. and they also got real giddy and love winding people up. But I'm telling you now, that show is coming back. I guarantee it. Yeah, definitely. Look, this started the drip feeding of the information started, and it seems like it was an accident, but it was deliberate. With Adrian Dunbar at the side of a football pitch in Fermanagh, Fermanagh. the other week, and he said, "Oh, we're definitely doing something. From, from can't Manor wait to, to be back. Gate. Can't wait to be back in Belfast. Blah 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 blah. But what it is, we don't know." Fast forward a few weeks They're sitting down They're having dinner Yeah they may just to be Meeting as mates But it's probably a, a thing Of like Jebby like Oh let's meet as mates But also while I have you guys Come here right I think I've got a seven In my head Are you all up for it They're all like Yeah, yeah. we are and I Jed Mercurio is the Chris Jenner of the UK. The man knows exactly what he's doing. They know how to do a promo. Nothing is mistaken. He's one of the most intelligent script writers oh on the planet. Let's be honest. So is Chris this Jenner. Is all... <laughs> exactly. This is PR, guys. This is on... yeah. As if this is not a spreadsheet in some PR agency where yeah. they're like, right, Adrian Dunbar side of a GAA pitching for. Do you know what don't I mean? Want... We're getting it. Yeah, I don't know if it, I, yeah, I don't know if it's that deliberate, but it's definitely. Do you not? Think, I d- yeah, I don't can know. We go I back don't know. now for a moment, guys. To, yeah. to I think it was November two thousand and nineteen. Oh, and I that love what you're going to do. Are you going to give us a timeline? Uh, well, no, I think this okay. is what I remember because I remember sitting beside Hannah in the office. November two thousand and nineteen, pre-COVID, yeah. all that. Weren't they filming and then they announced Kelly McDonald's the guest lead? I don't know if they'd started filming at that stage, but they shared the no, photo. They did because she was in the picture, like. Yeah, but had they not just met for a dinner? I don't. I don't think filming had started. Oh, maybe not. But anyway, they then they were filming around. Remember, it was like. I thought they had to stop the film and I'm getting confused in 2020. COVID, yeah. They did. Remember they did. Stephen yeah. Graham? No, who was it? Martin Compton walked around the corner and he didn't come back around it until eight months later. Yeah. Remember yeah. he told yeah. us that. Okay, so okay, this is what I'm getting at, right? Guys, they're going to announce it towards the end of this year. They're going to start filming the start of next year and then I think it might be released in 2024. Can they do it all before then? Can Jed write it? Can they all do it before 2023? Well, what was he I doing during lockdown? Writing, um, I'd say it's written. I'd say he wrote no, he didn't write Trigger Point, did he? What's oh, he? Trigger, Vigil. No, no he, he didn't, didn't write that one either. Houston. Lads, it's written. He's been doing nothing else during lockdown. <laughs> There's no more bodyguard, are they? Yeah. Well, I mean, been what, doing else. The what, has, flat what has the man to show for lockdown? Okay, back to my theory, right? I take it all back. They're going to announce it soon and it's going to be out in March 2023 yeah, and we're going to be flat out, guys. I, I think and I hope up. so. I think they're going to announce that I think it'll be later 2023 and I think Bodyguard Season 2 is written as well. I think Jad just scurried himself into a little corner of his house during lockdown and bashed out a load of great telly for us to podcast about. Are, are we, oh, yeah, we're over a year since... Line of Duty ended, yeah? yeah. It ended at what, May? May? April, May time? May, May. April, May time it was last May year. May Bank Holiday weekend, 2020. Um, oh, well, I've no concept And so he definitely needed a bit of space to let that all, you know, calm down. He just needed, you know, he needed a bit of space just away from it. Like, no, as in like when you finish a project, you need to just, regardless of how it was received, give yourself a bit of time and space to decompress. Yeah. So he's had a 100%. full, he's had a full year, right? Okay, okay, okay. So maybe he only started writing it in the last couple of months or even thinking about where the story might go. That's why he met them for dinner at Bistro Laz in Highgate, the neighbourhood of Pam Shipman and Damien Lewis. And Did you have a look at the menu, Brandon? I love I, looking at I menus. I actually didn't look at the menu. No, no. Um, uh, yeah, so I'd pill, say pill so he menu. met them outside Bistro Laz to go right, right mates. <laughs> <laughs> She'll have an olive, <laughs> the Padron peppers. Um, yeah, so he's met them to go. Okay, I'm. I've got a seven in my head. Are you all on board? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I'm going to write it. So actually, today he's sitting down. He's actually writing it for the first time. Okay, so we have Happy Valley season three, four. 
Yeah, what, three. three. And three. we have to recap the first two. We have Vigil, Vigil season, season two. two. We have Trigger Point season two. And we have Line of Duty all on the way. We Lads, sorry, are... can we get an intern, please? <laughs> <laughs> paid for well, a paid intern yeah obviously. I was going to say Brandon paid no no, no yeah, free labour no, 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 it's no. a lot of work no it's this. a lot of work yeah, yeah. no no anyway the Patreon. Quick, lots to look quick. forward to <laughs> lots to look forward to um, meanwhile <laughs> though just in general for a second Hannah how's everything in your life at the moment how's all the wedding planning going Oh, grand. And I'm recovered and Craig's office stag. And yeah, the wedding planning's going great. Well, I have a little, like, the way I'm doing it is I have little jobs to do every month. I did none of the jobs for May. So there's, like, a rather stressful backlog on the to-do list that I can't really think about yet. But grand. sure, look, it'll happen. Yeah, it'll you happen send me on that to-do list so I have it because <laughs> I don't have a clue what to do. Yeah, well, don't do what I did and take a whole month off and party and go out every single night and eat whatever you want and don't do one thing for the wedding and spend all your money and then turn around and go, well, it's in 85 days and you've nothing done so um, do stick to the to-do list Yeah there's a top tip now top tip Um, Brendan what have you been up to What have I been up to Well I don't know I'm sure I can tell the story I will give exact locations but what have I been up to Only bumping into Hannah's R. Craig's mom Brida I, lads, I was thrilled to bump into the woman. That was funny. Brandon bumped into Tell Hannah's mother about your dream to job, Brandon. So my dream job, I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast before, is but to get a little like kind of hobby job in a, a pharmacy because I find them really like soothing and relaxing and they're quiet. And I want the job where like I just like put the little sticker on the little bag, the paper bag, fold the paper bags over and hand them out and speak in hushed tones. And that that's my favourite job. There's your bottle of so Sumi, thanks so much. Yeah, there you go. I Take- think that would suit you, like, you know, when you, like, slow down in your <laughs> career and you're in your 50s. I think that'd be a nice time to transition into that. And I think you'd be really good at, like, window displays. So is my career going like, to slow down when I'm in my 50s? Together. Jesus. <laughs> Hurtling towards that number. <laughs> you know, as you get older, the goalposts move and you're always like, was she old? And, like, when you're younger, you're like, oh, God, yeah, she was 40. And then and you get like, older no. and you're like, no, she's 65. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. no, totally. Totally. I think you'd put a lovely gift basket together and you could wrap the cellophane around it and put little discounts No, I'd have no patience for that. Oh, my friend Karen does that in her pharmacy. No, the cellophane now drive me up the walls. No. Oh, it's nice to get a hamper. Oh, well, I'll, me and Rebel come in and help with that. That sounds lovely. Yeah, to we me. will. Guys, I tell you, I was at a hen at the weekend, right? My friend Vicky's getting married. Um, Looked amazing. This oh, it was brilliant, right? Went to the Ivy in uh, Dublin on Dawson Street. There was um, a fire in one of the buildings beside the Ivy. So we actually were all evacuated. Uh, it was only for 20 minutes now. They handled I mean, it very well. Not like us to but enjoy a bit of drama. Guys, it was high drama. Like the fire brigade were there. Like we thought oh. we were going to be kicked out. I thought I was going to have to bring people into our office maybe. And you know. Like, Did anyone mistake any of the lovely fire people for strippers? Because I 100% would have done we that We did. I was like, did someone ask for the long arm of the law? Oh. I thought something like that <laughs> yeah, was about to happen. But no, we then went to a recording studio where you record your own single and they send you videos of it after. You're basically a resident of that place now. I am I did that for my birthday before and then we went to Foley's right so Foley's is absolutely lit it's a pub but it's like <laughs> also a nightclub also a resident of that place and I'm also a re- I'm keeping them in business I hire out that function room constantly anyway I'm downstairs in the bathroom of Foley's having a wee it's about 12 o'clock at this stage I've been drinking since 1pm okay so things were taking a turn met a lovely lady in the bathroom I believe her name was Aoife I pl- please God I hope that was her name because I was you know that uh, yeah, time a few Proseccos in and she says Rebecca and I said, oh, maybe I was talking to her earlier. She goes, I listened to Shrine of Duty. 
I said thanks so much hon we appreciate the support that's never happened to me before really apart from once when I was in Café on Sen and someone started shouting um, I think it was Mother of God <laughs> <laughs> but anyway I said thanks for listening do you know what we, we're not really yeah, recognised a lot thanks for listening so yeah so thanks yeah, for listening anyway lovely. so that was my news I went to Thank a hen you. still recovering from it guys and there was a stripper later on in the night and he was basically I mean what would you say he lay my friend on the ground and he was just shaking his bum Oh, to, right. He walked into, I just want to make you sweat. Dan, anyway, Dan, I was giddy for Dan, it. I haven't Dan. seen a stripper. I don't think I've ever seen a stripper apart from when myself and Brendan went to Vegas and we went to oh, the Chippendales Chip show. There was a yeah. great storyline to that, I have to say. It was quite highbrow. It was, wasn't yeah. it? Anyway, so I was just at a hen, so I've no other major news. I got a new carpet in my house. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Oh, gorgeous. Now, I honestly think a hen would take two weeks off your life. Like, you'll be in bits for a while. I probably will. And you've done two hens in, what, three weeks? You know, guys, I'm hanging on by a thread. I wasn't right after the COVID still. Yeah, like, yeah, you know? yeah. But anyway, I'm yeah. getting there now, minding myself, going to bed early, watching Love Island. It's on a bit too late for my liking, but we, we should probably talk about some TV now because yeah, we're we 11 should. minutes in. Sorry about this. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> Reb, me and you have the same big show of the week. <gasps> yes. Excellent. Go on. Sell it to me because I've, ne- I've never watched it. I watched the first five minutes of the first episode of the first season years ago. I got scared and I turned it off. So Hannah, tell me why. Hannah, go on. It's brilliant. So we're talking Stranger Things season four, me and Reb. So we have a little shared doc and we have a little section where we put in our big shows of the week and you can pick whatever one you want, but it's real exciting when you have one that's shared with someone else. So I watched this the whole weekend. I went to a festival just for one day this weekend and then I had a lovely hangover day on Sunday and Monday and I just binged the whole of season four. Didn't have great expectations because... Yeah, there was a huge gap in between season three and four. And to be honest with you, I kind of faded away why I love the show so much. And I just felt like, God, maybe are they dragging the arse out of it? Like these kids are 25 and like, is it going to be good? Where's the storyline going to go? And to tell you, I was glued. Couldn't go to bed till I finished it. And every episode is feature length. There's some episodes that are nearly two hours long. And I watched seven of them without moving. That's a movie. I didn't move, guys. I didn't move for two days. I was like, this is epic. Didn't move. Yeah. Couldn't even cook for myself. I was like, I'm going to have to get a takeaway because I can't like pull my eyes away from this to make a meal. I, was I just need to sit here and finish it. Joan, you're lying on the couch for so long that you're growing roots. So I was there in the dressing gown. You're part like, Get couch. up. Yeah. That's actually very Stranger Things itself. <laughs> you're like your man. Oh my God, Hannah. I was the same as you. So I've watched Beckner. this since the beginning. And I, I was really kind of apprehensive about season four as well because they were releasing it in two different volumes. And because the episodes were so long, I was like, Jesus, what's this going to be like? It's done so cleverly, I suppose, because it's lovely and kind of frustrating at the same time because they've split the group up into a few different places and they all know a piece of the puzzle that will defeat probably the dark forces. But you're kind of watching it going, oh my God, I wish you could just tell them this and you could tell them that. Yeah, I loved that. And like there, I'm sorry, but Brandon, I don't know if you've seen this yet, but the main theme song for the whole of season four yeah. is Kate Bush yeah, running yeah, up that yeah, hill. Yeah, so yeah. they obviously like lean into all of the iconic 80s style and movies and music, but they've done it so well in this season. And she put out like a lovely message because that song is like Did charting yeah, all over the world. It's back up at number now. one, isn't it? 
Yeah. Yeah. Of course it is a belter. It's a belter. Um, so it yeah, is. I just thoroughly enjoyed it, but it's kind of a whodunit or kind of like, it's almost a detective-y, solve-y, crimey type thing. And everyone, as Rab said, knows a little piece of the puzzle and they tie the storylines together really well. And the episodes don't feel feature length. They're quite fast paced. Yeah. Um, but we've been left kind of on a cliffhanger now. And the final two episodes of season four are coming on the 1st of July. And then we're getting one more season after that. And then that's it. That's it. So like if you haven't seen Stranger Things, it, this isn't the type of show I usually think I would yeah, want yeah, to yeah. watch. And when you when you hear yeah, what it's about, it's you're like, you. no. And then you watch it and you're like, it's the, it's the 80s soundtrack. So like it's set in the 80s. They're in a small town in, in, in town in Indiana called Hawkins. And they're all a group of young friends and they witness these supernatural forces. Mm-hmm. And then there's kind of a bit of a government they, cover up as well. Okay. <laughs> and Eleven comes they out of root nowhere. That supernatural, yeah, they root that supernatural storyline into reality really well. It's okay. not just yeah. like, oh, and magic happens yeah, in see, this world. If you, they, if you swapped out, they witnessed something supernatural for they witnessed a murder. I'd be all over it. 80s murder, government cover up. So maybe I should open my mind. Yeah, and I think as well, Hannah, like I when this like came it. out, it was like, what, 2016, 17? Yeah. They were all about, um, I think they were 12 when this started, and Millie Bobby Brown is now I think 18 or 19 so you really grow up with them as well Um, it's going to be interesting now Hannah as well I was reading a couple of interviews with the Duffer Brothers so they created this and obviously you know when you're filming they'd obviously ideally like to do it back to back but the cast are growing up so fast I think they're going to have to do like a a fast forward in time for season five almost okay do you know that way because Mm. they've all grown up some of their voices have dropped and like some of them are really like you cannot pass them off as school children anymore one thing about the cast I will say though Brendan and it's a real plus for the show is that the kids are all incredible actors like they really cast them so well because you know the way you can cast a little 10 year old yeah and then all of us that 15 year old counterpart isn't really serving what you need them to serve not the case at all they're all Amazing. Well, I mean, yeah. John Travolta was about 45 in Greece and he was supposed <laughs> to be in high school. So, you know. Um, Hannah, do you know who I love they as have, well? Do you know I know who I love? Say, I love Steve. Yeah, obviously, like Steve is. I just think the obviously. man is stunning. 10 out of 10. But, um, I love Eddie. Eddie. Oh! He's 100% 45, Eddie. They just don't care. They were like, he's perfect for the role we're casting him. He's like, 29, he I like think. I know. He, I yeah. think he's 29. I've looked up the actor, obviously. His name's Joseph Quinn. Um, he's the leader of the Hellfire Club in it. And um, okay. he has like long curly hair. It's very Brian May in Queen. Queen. Um, but I love that man. A star is born. A star is born, Hannah. A star is born. <laughs> I think, Brendan, as your homework for next week, you should try and watch two episodes and tell us what you think. Yes. Uh, two episodes from the start. Yeah. Yeah, okay. From the yeah. start. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that so, for next week. So, uh, Stranger Things season four, truly special television. Nothing like it. Fabulous yes. stuff. Yes. Uh, my big show of the week this week is oh, tell us. Everything I Know About Love. Uh, so this is the BBC drama based on Dolly Alderton's memoir. Don't ask me how I'm able to watch this. Don't ask any awkward questions. I've just acquired it, okay? It aired last night on BBC One. It did air last night on BBC One, but I've watched the first four to no, five episodes. No, you that, Brendan. It literally went out. <laughs> 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 no, but I've watched the, watched the first four or five episodes. What? You watched four to five episodes already? Yesterday, yeah. Jeez, yeah. did, did you slip over to London last night? I did, minute? yeah. I just took a quick was? flight over and came back again. Anyway, if you haven't read uh, Dolly Alderton's book, uh, the general gist of the uh, uh, the TV drama version is that uh, Maggie, who is played by Emma Appleton, is trying to figure out her life. Uh, she's 24 and she's like, what am I doing? She's just moved to London for the first time with three of her friends. They're in like a house share, having like the absolute crack and living their best single life. 
But Maggie is basically very codependent with Birdie, who is played by Belle Powley, who we all know and love as Claire in the morning show on Apple TV. So Birdie has never been on a date by the time the, the gals moved to London. And she's sort of been like, oh, I can't believe like I'm 20, she's 24, 25, and like I've never met anyone, uh, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, she meets this guy. Actually, it's Maggie who sets her up with this guy and they get into a relationship kind of very hard and fast and poor Maggie just feels a little bit kind of left by the sidelines and she's like oh are we going to go for pizza are we going to do this are we going to do that and Birdie's like well kind of like no not in a harsh way but like she's you know trying to get on with your man and see what the crack is with their relationship um Maggie though she is having success in her professional life so she gets a job working on like a Made in Chelsea style show it's called Airs and Graces and um, what I love about it is okay so it's set in 2012 so the music is amazing they also play it's not just even music from 2012 but they play music from like older songs that we love like they're always trying to like do dance routines so like there's a lot of five getting played and one of the girls makes a comment at one stage she's like oh I do, I'm not able to do the rap to this and then the song comes on and it's five and you're like okay and and um, yeah, in the background, like, you know, if they're sitting at like bus stops and stuff, you just look at the the kind of the surroundings. So like they've got a lot of stuff to do with like the London Olympics and stuff in the background. So it's just it's it's really cool to see. So there's seven episodes in total. They're oh. all on BBC iPlayer or they are getting uh, shown on BBC One, but quite late at night. Like I think they're on it at like after half 10 nearly 11 o'clock yeah I don't what know what about? I don't know what that's about um, and everything I know about love is they described they think the whole yeah. audience will watch it on the iPlayer I think yeah, yeah maybe yeah yeah. it's on very late and it's really good it shouldn't be on that late and Craig Parkinson's in it yeah, so that's what I meant to say Craig Parkinson uh, when he was on our podcast did say that he's going to be in it but he wasn't able to tell us uh, what he was doing but he is the landlord of the girls when uh, they move in into their place in London yeah uh, so it's it's very very good and um, it's one of my favourite books I ever read I love yeah, it so much. I didn't read it yeah but I'm really enjoying watching it and uh, yeah if you haven't read it and you're wondering what it's about the official synopsis is an unflinching account of surviving your 20s it's very good tell me this now here's my fear about watching it is it going to make me think that my best years have passed me by like is it going to give me a breakdown no There's... look at Jennifer Lopez Hannah never think oh, that oh there you go that's a great point yeah. yeah, there were there were, the, know, yeah, there's a couple of lines in the script, and you're like, yeah, they're just you know from kind of older, wiser people, and they're they're kind of giving them advice about being in their twenties and being like, do it now, for you will not do it when you're older. And I was like, oh, did I do enough? I did. <laughs> right okay I might give it a few weeks I think I'm a bit in a bit of a fragile headspace to think I haven't lived enough so but that does sound brilliant though it the is trailer brilliant. and everything yeah, it's yeah. Excellent. it is yeah it sounds brilliant and I yeah I'm really looking forward to watching it I don't I, I'm like will I do one a week maybe I'll do one a week and I'll just record yeah anyway we'll discuss that off well, what choice do we have over here <laughs> I have no choice well that's true um, okay so there are two great shows Stranger Things season 4 everything I know about love um, lots of TV news this yes. week guys obviously we mentioned the potential of of a line of duty season seven and um, Brendan you had something about Ted Lasso I you were telling me I do have news about Ted Lasso now it's not something that brand new it's not brand new information we, we already knew this but Brett Goldstein has done an interview with the Sunday Times and he has said that um, Ted Lasso will end after this coming season which is season three we've been told this already but the, the, the exact quote is we are writing it like that it was planned as three and then he's like he jokes spoiler alert everyone dies you can interpret that in different ways. We're writing it like that. As in like, yeah, okay, there, maybe there's going to be a movie or there could be a spin-off, I'd imagine. But mm. this will be, this third season will be the end of Ted Lasso as we know it. 
is my take on it. It was one of my favourite things I watched oh, during the lockdown. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it is. And the music in that as well is just fantastic. Yeah. And I love... Oh, yeah, sorry. Also, just speaking to Ted Lasso, you know Juno Temple who plays... Um, yeah. Keely. I love her. She's going to be in the new yeah. season of Fargo with John Hamm. I just saw that pop up on oh, my amazing. Instagram. So she's going to be in, I think it's season oh, we'll five of Fargo. Then. Yeah, that, that's a huge, um, that's a really great role for her to take on as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? A more serious role. And yeah, I just absolutely love her in that show. So Ted Lasso, when do you think season three is going to be finished. I think they're just finished filming. Like I think filming is done. November, so a bit of post-production. What month are we now? June. Yeah, like October, October, November time. Yeah, okay. Fingers crossed. That's really interesting. Um, I have. Oh, some... they might do a Christmas battle. Yeah, they could do that. Yeah. Um, I have some news about a reality show that I absolutely love, and that's The Real Housewives. Now, I mean, I have been flat out watching these franchises: New York, Beverly I've Hills, to tell you. Potomac. So I started The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season one, episode one, this week. Oh for wow! The... I've never watched any single any of them, so I've. 7,000 episodes to catch up on but I'm in Hannah I'm so jealous I actually like when I went back and watched them all over lockdown it was just it was just amazing they're, they're, like they're, the episodes are so good now it is a bit like going back in time like the cameras are all shaky and all that but yeah. it's and fantastic the clothes. the clothes all of it so yeah Beverly Hills is like top up there it never like it never gets bad it's every season's almost better than the next it's like peaking at the That's moment in went terms for. of drama um, but The Real Housewives of New York as well that is a really great um, franchise but the most recent season's not the best anyway they were saying a while ago they were going to split The Real Housewives of New York cast into like OG members and then a whole new cast as well so there's going to be almost two different seasons of New York Yeah. Um, anyway that's a whole other story I have news about Sonia Morgan and Lu- Luann, right? They've landed their own spin-off reality show and it's going to be them going to a town in middle America and mingling with the locals. <laughs> so it's basically the simple life with two members of The Real Housewives. I can't cope. That sounds brilliant. Yeah, if I'm you're sorry, into that. that they're iconic. Sonia Morgan, um, my boyfriend and my sister paid her to do a cameo shout out for my 30th. Yes. The woman's iconic. And Hannah, you're obviously only a couple of episodes into like the very first season. Uh, what's your take on it so far? Do you think you're going to get into it? I'm in. So it was like one of my best friends who we share a lot of reality TV in common and a lot of like the real niche, weird, bespoke reality TV. She was like, you'll love it. She's been saying it to me for years. I was kind of intimidated by the amount of episodes. Yeah. Like I have yeah. 12 seasons and there's 24 episodes in most seasons. So I was like, yeah. how am I ever going to have the time to catch up on that? But I just got into it this weekend after I finished Stranger Things. I was like, I just need something. I'm already lying here and I'm in. There's already killings between them and I'm getting to know Leslie Grammer's ex-wife and a fabulous woman called Kyle and a woman called Lisa that I'm obsessed with. So yeah, oh. I'm really excited to kind of get more to the present time so I can be you know like find out things in real time because I'm back in 2010 oh my yes. god I'm really so enjoying it so much happens and Kyle Richards is the only original cast member still in it now do you know what I mean oh, I'm the same and as I really want to see like whose relationships will last and everything like that like I'm, I'm in yeah I'm the same as you Hannah I would love to be able to like get involved in the chats about it but it's just it's there's too much to catch up on I just find it way too intimidating like there's way too much Can I give you a tip much. guys right because I've watched New York the whole thing Beverly Hills Atlanta I'm nearly up to date I've watched Potomac and I've watched Salt Lake City which I still watch every week right and Dubai what I do sometimes <laughs> If like there's a couple of seasons, there's a few peak seasons, like season seven of New York. Yeah. A lot of breakups happen. They're like gir- girls on tour. There's a couple of seasons you could probably just skip to the the reunion episodes. Okay. And they go through all the traumatic bits of what happened in the season. They all scrap with each other and then yeah. you're ready for the next season. So you probably could do that. But with Beverly Hills, I have to say, 
each season is a is from a from the first. Yeah, I thoroughly That's what enjoyed I've been it. Told. Thoroughly enjoyed. Another it. top tip, Brendan, for like a show that you really want to catch up on and be part of the conversation is like you'll always get a YouTube like five minute recap. Like that's there's true. always people doing them. Yeah. And that's a great way to get into it as well. And um, there's an episode in, ep- in season one of Real Houses of Beverly Hills and the psychic who inspired. Oh, I watched it. I watched <laughs> it last night. She's nuts. Yeah, she inspired that. What show is it? Medium. She yeah. starts giving them all We're readings at this dinner party. Oh, no. And when I say there's killings afterwards. Like and she's smoking an e-cigarette. <laughs> and you know that meme that the girl's pointing towards the white cat? Mm. That's, That's the episode. That, is it? But the oh, white wow. cat never existed. Okay. Someone just made that. Anyway, there's my bit of TV news for Real Housewives of New York spin-off. You threw a very similar work party in your house once for us, didn't you, Rob? Yeah. Oh my God, I psychic. asked 45 women from our office and over me. to my house and Brendan. <laughs> and Brendan, obviously. Some of the lads we work a... with showed up because yeah. they wanted my cheese board. Yeah. 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 Anyway. And you had a psychic. I had a psychic, in right? Bedroom, in our we bedroom. Up in the hall. She had, uh, was reading everyone's tea leaves. But mm. basically, I kind of got really excited and I was like, everyone's coming over, I'm going to make cocktails. So I made, at the time, pink gin was like real and fashion. Yeah. I made pink gin and Prosecco cocktails, but like, it was literally just pink gin and Prosecco. There was no soda water or anything like that. So <laughs> rocket fuel. So every time someone came to the door, I was like, welcome, here's a cocktail. But then I drink one. So I gave myself alcohol poisoning um, and everyone then had to leave my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did make it down the road to the pub, but you had to swiftly go home again. <laughs> had to make a swift yeah, exit. But yeah. yeah, psychic nights can take a turn. Yeah, she, she didn't read me very well. She told me I was going to fall in love with a... She told me I was already in love with a, a long-haired brunette lady. I said, ah, no. I mean, Come and we now. said you vogued into that room. She obviously wasn't looking. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hannah, you've got some TV news as well. Yeah, I have a few bits. So we're getting a Lord of the Rings um, Amazon Prime series that's coming yes. in September. I'm actually excited about that now. I think I will watch that. I didn't like The Hobbit. Those three stories they made out that tiny book, but I really love Lords of the Rings. However, they came out this week and said that they have written for a potential five seasons. So they have five seasons worth of stories. So if that works on Amazon Prime in September, we're I going to get five I think that's mad that, 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 that anyone sets out to be like, okay, we're going to write five seasons. Would you not just like do one really well and go from there? The IP of Lords of the Rings plus the money that Amazon have, that does make sense to me. Like, it's not like a little BBC drama. Do you know what I mean? It's like, this is their big thing and they need everyone to sign up for Prime and to stay on it. And they're also going up against Netflix who are shaking at the minute. I say they're shook, screaming about losing them, stranger things. Also, Apple TV Slow Horses, which I've watched one episode of. So have I. Jack Loden and... But I just haven't sat down to watch the rest and it's absolutely on my list as is Shining Girls and a oh lot of God, people I have been DMing about us about yeah. it. Shining Girls is brilliant. And I, oh my God, that's what I'm going to do later on today. I forgot that I was watching that. Yeah. I kind of forget as well. I feel like you need Apple TV to just, just scream in my face about telly a little bit more because they're both brilliant shows and Slow Horses has been renewed for seasons two, which is already written and filmed. They did those back to back. So season one dropped in April. Season two is ready to go. They'll put it out whenever. And it's been renewed for seasons three and four What's already. What's that about the so, slow horses? Brendan, do you want to do a little synopsis? Uh, yeah, so in my limited knowledge from the one episode I've watched, it's a, a group of ex-like MI5 agents, yeah. like, kind of like rejects. They've been kicked out for different reasons. Like this, don't take my word on this, but this is roughly my what I understand of it and then they sort of come together to do their own operations as a bunch of MI5 misfits does that sound fair enough Hannah? 
That sounds like what it is. And it's like sort of like you wouldn't call it a comedy. It's absolutely a drama, but with humour sprinkled in. And Jack Loden, I really love Jack Loden. He's also Saoirse Ronan's boyfriend. And I just think they're such an incredible couple. And then obviously Gary Oldman, who is a complete yeah. icon. Um, so that's Slow Horses. Then, guys, I have two shows to tell you about that are right up our street. Oh, come on. So first of all, just announced breaking news right before we came on to record the podcast. World Productions and ITV announced that they are teaming up for a medical thriller that's going to star Irish actor Neve Algar. Oh, it's written by a yes. former doctor known as Grace Afori Atta and a former doctor also wrote This Is Gonna Hurt, the incredible two books and also the show that came out that this earlier this year, which is so far my show of the year. And it's going to be directed by Boiling Point director Philip Baratini. So oh, it sounds This has brilliant. all the ingredients incredible. for an amazing series. Wait, I'll give you a few more ingredients. Well, when that's, so it's when's called Malpractice. Yeah. I'm not sure. So they've just announced it, but it is filming at the moment in Leeds. So maybe early 2023. So we've got Neve Algar in there. We've got James Purefoy. He's in sex education and the following. You'll definitely recognize him. We've got friend of the podcast, Lauren McFadgen, who we had in Vigil. We've got Hannah Walters, who we know from Boiling Point and This Is England. She's also married to Stephen Graham. And the storyline is Dr. Lucinda Edwards, played by Neve Algar, is a smart, battle-hardened doctor. But we meet her on the nightmare shift that ends in the death of an opioid overdose victim. Despite the support of her medical supervisor, Edith's grieving father demands an inquiry into Lucinda's actions on the fateful night. And it is described as a medical thriller. That ticks every box I for me. I really look forward to that. That's going to be fantastic. What other Malpractice you- coming to ITV, so we'll keep an eye out. I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be the start of 2023, but could be the end of this year. I'd say when Trigger Point, it'll, it'll replace Trigger Point in the mm. schedule in February, February March. March, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a nine o'clock peak slot. And then another one to tell you guys about. And this one starts this Monday on BBC One. That's the 13th of June at 9pm. It's a six-part series called Sherwood. It's a new true crime drama that follows undercover officers as they work on two manhunts that took place at the same time in Nottingham in 2004. And the story is sort of rooted all the way back into the 80s. So I'll tell you the two true murders that this drama is based around. So a man called Robert Boyer attacked an ex-miner called Keith Froggen with a crossbow and a sword, killed him and then set his house on fire. Separately, just a couple of days later, a man called Terry Rogers shot his daughter, killing her just after her wedding. And both men fled into the same woods. And there was an absolutely massive manhunt then. Looking for them all across the UK. And it's got a lineup and a cast of people that we love. So Joanne Froggart, you'll know her from Liar. David Morrissey, you'll recognise him from The Missing. He was also in The Walking Dead. Robert Glenister from Strike. Perry Fitzpatrick from Line of Duty. Leslie Manville from Save Me, which we love. Yeah. And Adil Akhtar from Back to Life. So that's six parts starting this Monday, guys. Okay. We might have to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, they both sound like really, really good shows. Yeah, yeah. incredible. Shows. Great spots, Hannah. Well done. Yeah, fair play to you. Thanks, Emil. Season record on for Sherwood anyway. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And guys, now it's time for our voice note recommendation of the week. This comes from Kean Sullivan, who is the co-host of Sissy That Pod. Hello, Rebecca, Hannah and Brendan. It's Keen here, loving the return of the podcast. I felt like I was on Hannah's hen party with you guys it's great to hear you back and I find myself low-key stressed every time I listen because there's just so many things I need to add to my list of things to watch that's already quite long um I'm currently watching RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star 7 I heard Rebecca shout it out a few weeks ago on the show if you've never watched Drag Race and you kind of don't know where to jump in All-Star 7 is a really good season to jump in on because it's basically the best of the best. It's world-class drag, it's world-class fashion, comedy, seamstresses. Like, these queens are really jacks of all trades and these are the best of the best. And it is a fantastic season to jump in on some amazing guest judges, Naomi Campbell, Cameron Diaz. Or maybe if you want to just go back and check the back catalogue. I know on Netflix at the moment they still have season 1 to 13 of the US seasons. I always think season 9 is a nice season to start off with because in that season Lady Gaga tries to walk into the workroom and disguise herself as one of the drag queens. So that's quite a nice entrance point. If you've heard and seen the memes of Drag Race but have never watched, that's a great jumping off point. And then once you watch and you want to talk about it with somebody, I host a podcast with my friend James called Sissy That Pod and we've been going through all the current seasons and sharing our thoughts on it and you can get that wherever you get Shrine Telly. My other recommendation is another sort of long-running competition reality show called Taskmaster. It's not particularly small or anything, it's quite a popular show and if you haven't watched it, it's basically each season there's like eight to ten episodes and five different actors and comedians in the UK get set a series of tasks from physical challenges like get all the golf balls from this box to the other while using your hands or else they can be really abstract like you have 20 minutes to create the best surprise in this elevator. It's really good fun. The comedians are great. The current season that's on has Chris Ramsey and Judy Love and our own Ardlo Hanlon on it. It's on at nine o'clock on Thursdays on Channel 4. But all four has all the seasons going back to the really, really beginning. So there's a lot in there if you want something as a summertime binge. That's just really good fun and really creative and some world class comedians in there as well. I've taken up too much of your time. They're the shows I'm watching and I'll slowly get around to all the things you guys are recommending. 
when I'm not watching Love Island. Thanks for having me on. I will see you. Love you. Bye. Oh, Kian, thank you so much. That is amazing. Bye-bye. Amazing. Kian, thank you so much. And uh, yeah, follow Sissy That Pod and have a listen to their episodes about Drag Race. I adore it. Yeah, you it's do. J'adore. J'adore yeah. Drag Race and J'adore Sissy That Pod. Um, a few listener recommendations. You guys mentioned one earlier Ooh. on. It was one from Jay Connor who was saying to watch The Shining Girls. Yes, I, I can't believe that I just we all need to I was watching on. it. So he said the finale aired last week. He said, you need to get on this. Oh, great. And he goes, in fact, I can already hear, fuck me, Brendan, my mind is blown and I can't wait till the next one. <laughs> <laughs> As you make your notes, um, is what Jay said. And um, we also have a, a tweet in from Danny Brothers, who says, big boys is absolute gold, yeah. perfectly pitched mm. and a lot like Dairy Girls, can switch your emotions from laugh out loud to sadness within seconds. Cheers, Shrine Pod for the heads up. The big boys is just brilliant. If you haven't watched it, it's all on all four, uh, written by Jack Rook, and it's it's heartfelt and hilarious. It's brilliant. And um, we have an email in from Emily Slim, right, guys? This is going to test your line of duty knowledge a bit, right? <gasps> Go on. Okay, so Emily's like, hi, guys, I absolutely had to drop you an email. I decided to take on the task of painting my garden <laughs> fence over the last weekend, and I decided to listen to all of your Shrine podcasts from the very beginning, wow. including Quarantelli. Oh, oh, Jesus, no. As I only discovered you in your line of duty we season need to Six podcasts. Um, so Emily says, thank you for getting me through this tedious task with lots of laughs. I have to ask you a few questions though. Go on. Listening back to your recap podcasts of Line of Duty, <laughs> did you ever discover the name of the character who we now know as Tony Gates? I'm only on season two recap. You may answer this question. Sorry if I'm jumping the gun. No, I don't think you are. Um, I'm just curious if I can uh, picture the character with a different name. We never found that out, guys. Oh, yes. So they said that he had a different name, but in real life, there was, it was somebody who had that they name. couldn't. So that they had to cut away and dub over Tony Gates every time. Yeah. Yeah, forgot about that. Oh no. God, so I forgot about we never know. asked Martin we'll Hobson. Ask someone. I don't think we'll they can tell us, though, because it's ever someone's name. Again. Yeah, we need to find that out. Okay, so that's in our to-do to list. Yeah. Also, you say in the season one recap that you're going to throw a 10-year <laughs> party on the 26th of June to celebrate Line of Duty. Can this please happen? Guys, 26th of June, year? that's like 10, eight, 10 days away, less than 10 days away. Okay, the 26th of June, no. guys. No, sorry, that's not 10 I'll days away. I'll be at Glastonbury, right? right? But maybe we you know can what? go live on Instagram, I don't know. I'm going to be day two of a wedding. Yeah, do you know what? Now, you can go live on Instagram at Glastonbury and get us all cancelled. That's what we can do. 10 years old, guys. <laughs> Excuse me, what are you trying to imply? <laughs> and you docks in the cast, man? <laughs> These two are scrapping. Line of duty is ten on the twenty sixth of June. That's great reminder. Thank you, Emily, for that. We we don't know if we're gonna have no, a party. Hang on, guys. Hold the presses. Yeah. Do you think they're gonna make an announcement on the twenty sixth of June? Yeah. Yeah, Hannah, there you go. You cracked it. Seriously, I actually do think Emily it cracked it. I didn't crack one well, thing. Emily, do you know I what though, Emily? I'd say we're probably more invested in the actual 10th anniversary than anyone who makes the show. They probably It'll probably slip by and they'll be like, what? Well, I don't remember any of us saying that. No, so neither do I. Thanks for the reminder, yeah. Emily. Um, also, Emily goes on to say, I didn't realise how much I didn't pick up from uh, just watching the seasons and now it all makes a lot more sense as I'm listening to your podcasts and re-watching at the same time. <laughs> I'm going to have to find more DIY as an excuse to keep listening. Loving the current shrine of telepodcasts. Uh, so great suggestions and oh yeah she says right have you watched Our Father on Netflix it's a documentary about a fertility doctor in America I spent the whole documentary with my jaw on the floor it's just mad uh, thanks so much guys keep being ace and thanks for bringing so much joy I Emily, did thank you so much thanks for that. Emily I started that I didn't finish it I'd listened to a podcast with a like pretty much exact same story called The Immaculate Deception yeah. 
and I just felt like I knew the story but yeah it's wild fair enough we're also wild. guys just speaking of uh, true stories and all that we're going to have the finale of the staircase uh, coming out this week so yes. we'll be talking about that in next week's podcast we will we will yeah. Um, so yeah there are all the listener recommendations and Emily your email thanks because I don't remember half the stuff no. we say and I'm, I'm glad no I don't remember any of well. that thank you so much uh, and our that... house will be just <laughs> <laughs> that is it for this week's Shrine of Telly we are off to manifest as strongly as we can Line of Duty season 7 in the meantime, we would love to hear what you are watching. We really do love these recommendations. Uh, so please tweet us, DM us on Insta, slide in wherever you can. Ooh. And uh, let your friends know about this podcast as well. Please give us a five-star review. It really helps to share it. Until next week, good luck. See you now. Thanks. See you now. This is TV Worth Talking About. And we want to hear what you have to say. Find us now on Twitter and Instagram at ShrinePod. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash Upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.